Boop boop skidoo. Here's number two. Welcome to Podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars, one at a time, spoiler-free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie's experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we are discussing Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. This episode was written by I, Marlene King, and directed by Leslie Linka Glatter. Pilot originally aired on Tuesday, June 8, 2010. And this is the one where four 16-year-old girls believe their secrets are safe forever after their friend mysteriously vanishes, but the truth may be only one text away. Alrighty, so this one opens on a title card in Rosewood, Pennsylvania. It jumps right into a stormy night in a dark barn. Four teenage girls are giggling and drinking to Don't Trust Me by 303. That's, that's the song in this scene. Is that, hold on, is that the same song that's like, uh, if your boyfriend's got beef, tell him I'm a vegetarian? Is that the same song or is that a different one by I them? I think they're different, but I'm not positive. I do not okay. have the lyrics Side to this note, song. That band, any, when I was younger, I used to see it and I don't know why, I would always think it was Ohio and I know it's not. Same. The mermaid, the mermaid, the mermaid show? show. Yeah. Bless. So like, but I never knew. I never knew that they were just called three o three. Like, I thought the exclamation point was supposed to be like a letter or something, and they just were being like Kesha has the dollar sign Does in her name. Does she still have a dollar sign in her name? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I always thought that they were trying to be clever. And I was like, what the fuck is even this band name? And then it was like, Ohio. It, it could have been wow. Until the threes, if you just turn them, then they're W's and the O's. And it literally was not until like a month ago that I learned that the band <laughs> was 303. <laughs> anyway. Back to Ohio. Um, definitely Pennsylvania, but close. Okay, so the storm makes the power go out. The door like creaks open. The girls are like, oh my god, what's out there? Let's go look. There's a crash. They all scream. And then Allie jumps through the door and scares them. And they're like, it's not funny. And I was so mad because like they didn't they know Allie was coming over? Right. So like why are you surprised that your friend showed up? You invited her to your home. Yeah. Did they invite her though? Yeah. yeah they didn't do anything. But also about Allie so then Allie point. like walks in and then they're talking about um I think it's Aria that's like, oh, Allie, have you listened to the new Beyonce? Um, and they're like, oh, she says, oh, not yet. And Aria's like, I can't stop. And then Emily goes, oh, I really like the music video. And Allie is a shithead. Oh, too much you like it. Yeah, so Allie being a shithead already. But, like, she walks in and acts like they, it was like she went inside to the Hastings, like, house house to go to the bathroom and she was just coming back or something. Like, yeah. it seemed like she had been there. So, like, why didn't they know yeah, so that dumb. she was there? That was weird. Um, and then they fall asleep. 
Yeah. All oh, still oh, oh, wearing but flipping first, heels. First, they, like, Allie's like, oh, drink up. And Spencer's like, careful, Arya, you'll share all your secrets. And Allie says, um, oh, isn't that like friends our... share secrets. That's what keeps us close. And that becomes, like, a big deal later in the episode. Yeah. Spencer brings that up again. Um, and then Spencer, like... Then they all fall asleep. They get and drunk they fall and fall asleep. asleep. And they in wake their heels. Up. They and fall asleep. They're laying perfectly with their shoes on the ground. Like... I'm just sorry, you planned a sleepover and you didn't bring pajamas. Or sleeping bags, you're not laying on pillows. You don't like, have any blankets, you're still wearing heels. Also, boots. also, they're like steps away from a home. So like, why didn't they go get that stuff? I yeah. don't know. That's definitely not any sleepover that I've had. Only one song by Beyonce came out in 2010. What's why that? don't you love me? So why would, in June 2010... Because, well, I guess, but is it set in 2010, even though it came out in 2010? No, like, it's a year before that. Yeah, because this was a flashback, so it came out in 2009. Broken Hearted Girl, Video Phone, Sweet Dreams, Ego, Halo, Diva, Atlas, Single oh, Lady. I bet oh, wait, no, sorry. Diva. Uh, okay, so, like, there was some, okay. some bops yeah, yeah, that yeah. came out from Beyonce. Okay, that's fair. Halo, Halo. Hey, no. That was Rihanna. Oh, that's Umbrella. That's Rihanna. Ella, Umbrella. Ella, Ella. Ella. So then uh, they all fall asleep, and then they wake up, and Spencer being creepy as okay. shit. Okay, Spencer, the minute when she... Allison is missing. There was a scream. Like, I'm I, sorry. I, I, I thought I heard a scream. I think she was in a state of shock. See, like, she if, doesn't if I see... heard my best friend screaming... Like, I woke up to my friend screaming and I couldn't find her. I'd be like, I, know, I would think like, I was in, like, still could a dream you, state. Okay, so imagine if all of us are at a sleepover. Blah, blah, blah. Kelly, you wake up. One of us is missing. So you go looking for us and you hear, like, a blood-curdling shriek. And would you come back and would you calmly go, Emily, Addie is missing. But I heard a scream. But I don't know how she, she said it. But she, she, she says, says more hold on, like I wrote it, it down. She says... She's gone. I've looked everywhere for her. I think I heard her scream. Okay, and that's the thing. I'm like, wouldn't you try and wake Emily up and be a bit more friendly? Or, like, what? wake up well, my parents? she was in the process of walking back to the girls. Right, but, She like, hadn't gotten to them yet. Right, like, so she went out and Like, looked, she was on her... She looked and, and, and was, like, was on, on her way back, way back but to also, wake like, up the girls. If, if I... Because if I was... If we were having a slumber party and we all fell asleep and I woke up and one of you wasn't laying next to me, my mind would immediately would think, oh, Emily had to pee. But, okay, so, like, and then you, I'd chill right, for but a like, little bit, and then point, in half an hour, she's not back, and then go check and make sure she's not dead. At, at the point, point that they're at, they're I would have come running back, yeah, well, being, that's like, being like, Mom, Dad, where's Allie? Like, but also, like, scream, if like, she's like, something. I heard her scream, like, at that point, I would But she can't tell her parents because they're all drunk and they'll get in trouble. Okay, well, first Maybe. of all, hold on. I mean, but at this like, point, it's hours why would, later. Why would you come so back to your... Why would you calmly and politely wake your friends up to say your friend is missing? Well, they didn't even wake them up. They were already awake. Well, they, well like, she didn't wake them up, and I don't think her intent was to be calm. I think she just panicked. I think she's part of why Allison is disappearing, because she's too damn sketchy. Is that our first prediction? That, that is the, my first prediction. That Spencer's part of the reason why Allie's missing. I'm sorry, you just... Like, I don't... I care if you're all four best friends i can't imagine when you're we'll say what they're 15 years old yeah 15 15 15 or 14 like if your friend goes missing and you were all drinking and it's like you're at a barn 
there's, like, when you wake up, you're like, oh, shit, one friend is gone. I'm going to go outside and look for them. There's a scream. It's the middle of the night. Like, oh, my God. The like, why would, why would you creepy. come back? She could have thought she was, like, the other thing, though, though, The too. other thing, though, like, too. It could have been, like, a sleep, like, based on Based on the way that they set it up, like, the way they set up the town and stuff, I think... Allie's house is next door to the Hastings house. It is. So it's quite possible that Allie could have gone home. But again, like, it just... Spencer's so creepy in this moment. Like, mm-hmm. they like yeah. they make her to be very creepy. And then we get the slapping of the newspaper on the concrete. And it's Allie's face, and the Rosewood Observer says, still missing. That's a really nice front cover of a local paper. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. It's a, they've got a good quality local like, newspaper. I've got a nice little hometown back at home, and it's like, our paper is not that crystal clear and perfect. Yeah, yeah but Rosewood, um, they're bougie. Yeah. It's also a fake place, so they only had to make one paper. True. That doesn't mean they're not bougie. I'm just saying for like the TV show, they only had to make like one really nice one, so that's why I was like, hmm, those are super high-quality photos, and that's a local newspaper. Yeah. Um, so then we get a title card. It's one year later. One year. Uh, we've got Kobe Calais singing I Won't as we pan into Aria's house. Her pink hair is gone. I'm deeply saddened because I like Oh, yeah. I forgot pink about her pink hair. Yeah. Ugh. Love pink hair, Aria. Um, so. Piper is Aria's mom! Because Aria's mom is played by the same person that plays Piper in Charmed. Oh, okay, I forgot yeah. about that and I got really excited. <laughs> Um, I have Ella marked as Rosewood Wine Mom number one. Uh, wine Moms! Because I love the Wine Moms. Um, so then... Is that a spoiler uh, if we say Wine Moms? No. I, all moms drink all, wine. All moms are Wine Moms if they try hard enough. Um, you work hard and believe in yourself. <laughs> you can be a Wine Mom too. Uh, so, then, so then Aria is in her room, right, looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then Ella walks in, her mom, and we get exposition. You know, this is this is my favorite thing about, like, pilot episodes of things, is you get exposition in kind of the stupidest places. Like, oh, yeah. It makes sense that the local newspaper would say, still missing, like, one year later kind of a thing. Yeah. It makes sense that a news reporter would be saying exposition-y type things. But this is a mom and a daughter who went to Iceland together for a year. Like, they've lived these things together. They packed up their entire home to go to Iceland, and I'm mad about it. Because why do you need to take everything you own? My neighbors, so my neighbors, when I was younger, they went to Australia for a year. They didn't pack up their whole home. They had someone rent out their home. That, like, yeah, that you, like, airbnb yeah. or whatever. The Airbnb wasn't a thing then. No, but okay, I mean, but like, like, but, like, you could rent a house. The process is still a thing. You could rent a house or an apartment for oh, a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote, uh, what a happy family with some dark memories. Why aren't there any pictures of Iceland? <laughs> you go on a trip to a different country for a whole year. You should take more photos of where you are. Maybe the photos are still developing at the Maybe. store. That's true. We were, like, between digital cameras Fine. and film. Um... But, so we learned that the Montgomery's were gone uh, for a year sabbatical for the dad. But here's, okay, here's my note, and this is a very angry note. I wrote, apparently they left the very day Allie went missing and returned exactly a year later. So, like, Allie disappeared, like, the night Mm -hmm. 
before school started or whatever it was. Like, they were having one last hurrah for the summer. Right. So, Allie disappeared that day. So, that means... Like, but they I, I don't know if it was ex- like I don't know that their trip was exactly a year. But like they keep saying we were gone for a year, we were gone for a year, we were gone for a year. Which yeah. it could be like rounding up or rounding down or whatever. Yeah, but, but like, like you would also say just... that LB was deployed for a year. Yeah, when it was, and it was 11, 11 months. months. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's one of those months, 29 days, 11 hours, 59 minutes, <laughs> there you 58 go. seconds. But like just in in the nature <laughs> of the show, like they don't you would also think that, like, the girls at the sleepover would have talked about the fact that, like, I can't believe we're starting high school without you, Aria. Well, I like, think a few don't... weeks, like, my understanding of timeline mm-hmm. is they see What's-His-Face hooking up, they see Aria's dad hooking up with girl, uh, like, a, the end of summer. Okay. And he freaks out because our, his daughter sees him and he's like, alright, we have to go on a sabbatical. But it takes a couple of weeks to like get that going. I feel like it takes a lot longer to plan a sabbatical. Right. So like, I feel like he was cheating and then and that happens like way earlier, like way before the sabbatical. I don't know. I think this, this Lucy, not Lucy, what's her name? Aria. Aria. Finding out that her dad was cheating, that's why they go on the sabbatical. Right, right, right. I, sabbatical? Like, sabbatical? Sabbatical. Like, I feel so, like the, her knowing that he was cheating is part of why they did the... Like, it makes sense that that's right. why they did the trip. So, like, for him to plan the sabbatical, that takes time. So, from the time that they see it to the time they actually go, like, she might have already started school. Like, uh, I think she started school... For, she was there for, like, but I thought two, the, three I weeks, thought the... and then... Maybe maybe I just made this up, but for some reason I thought that the sleepover was like literally the last night of summer. It is. I'm saying. Oh, so you're Allie saying that like missing. Aria goes, goes to school, to school for, for a little weeks, while and then they and leave. then they leave. Okay, fair. Okay. So it's a little less than a year, but you're not gonna say we were gone for 352 days. Yeah. You're gonna say we were gone for a year. Yeah. Okay. That's you don't fair. know. They could say 352 days. That's not the way people talk in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Um, so we learned that Aria's 16. Maybe a little redneck. We don't talk like that. <laughs> so we learned Aria's 16, which means, in theory, all the girls are 16-ish. Yeah, Aria's 16, which means she got her license somewhere in Iceland. Yeah, we that that we can talk about in a second. Yeah, yeah I was confused by that. So then, but then, so the mom is like, "You five were inseparable. Call your friends." And Aria's like avoiding talking to. Her friends and everything's about Allie right now. And then Mike saves the day. Little brother Mike runs in and is like, "I have to go to lacrosse." And so they're um, they're looking for his stuff. And I okay, I wrote a really like sarcastic note. <laughs> You're so distracting right now, playing with the stupid slime. I'm I love sorry, it. I'll stop. No, it's funny. Um, just no one else can see it except for us. So, Addie's horrified looks are only entertaining to me. That's okay. Um, but Aria's mom, or Mike says, my stuff's in like a hundred boxes. And the mom goes, a hundred? And I was just like, good sarcasm, mom. Like, you go, mom. But also, there's at least 500 boxes just chilling in your home. Yeah. But also, like, why did he pack his, like, I understand they packed their whole home, but, like, why did he take his lacrosse stuff to Iceland? Like, storage unit, or... 
Yeah, that one, that one was weird, too. Um, oh, the dad, uh, so the, the mom and Mike go out to the garage to look for the lacrosse stuff, and this is where we find out that Arya knows that dad has a secret. Yeah. Um, because he Can says, he says, like, are, like, are you okay? Oh, and yeah, she's, she's like, like I'm keeping your secret, dad. <laughs> keeping your secret, dad, don't worry. Jesus Christ, Dad! I'm keeping your secret. Go. Just because we're back in Rosewood doesn't mean I'm gonna tell Mom. Yeah, because he says yeah, something. If you were gonna tell her. He says something I about it. I would have told like, her like a long ass time ago. Yeah. I would have told her when I found out. Yeah, he says something like it stirs up a lot of memories, and he was talking about Allie, but like obviously the secret thing is weighing on her mind. Yeah, because she's been lying to her mom. We don't know who he was cheating with, right? Or do we? Uh, we, we find we don't know name who at who some she, point, but oh. I don't think we know it yet. No, we don't know okay. like who she is. We just see that she's like a little blonde girl in the flashback. Not like a child blonde. Girl. No, <laughs> like, like a young woman. Like I was thinking, like a small in stature, like a petite woman. Yeah, a petite woman, girl. not a yeah. young child. Correct. Um, That'd be creepy. So then, That's so good. then in the next scene, this is the Aria can drive thing. Yeah, Aria can drive. Listen. In Pennsylvania, you can get your permit the day you turn 16. At least when they were. I don't know Wait, what it is now. Can you, can you get your permit sooner than that or no? No. You can get oh. your permit the day you turn so 16. In California. If you have a, like, if you have your physical. You have to do a physical and an eye test, and then you can get your permit the day you turn 16. Oh. So in California, it's 15 and a half, and the only eye test you have to do is they have, like, an eye test... In the yeah, you have to do that thing, one in the DMV and you have to also. do it with you have to do it without glasses and with glasses if you have glasses. Like you have to do it with both yeah. if you have glasses. But so you get your permit the day you turn sixteen, and then you have to drive. I don't know what the number is. I think it's one hundred and eighty hours in at at minimum six months. Okay. Before you can test even go to take the test. Okay. So here's my question then: If she got her license in Iceland. Right, so she's got an Icelandic driver's license. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, they were only there for a year, so they were probably on visas. So probably she couldn't even get a license because she's not, like, a resident of the country. Right. But I don't know I don't know what the rules are because I, I bet you, like, you could get a license here if you were here on, a vi- like, a work visa because you'd have to be Able to drive. Yeah, but anyway, so if she got her license in Iceland, like... I know if you come to the States from somewhere else and you have a driver's license, there's like a grace period before you have to get, um, before you have to get your California license or whatever. So does that mean that because she has the Iceland license, it negates the Pennsylvania state laws? Well, she could be 16 and a half by now. So like, but I don't know when she would have. I don't know when she would have gotten a Pennsylvania. Yeah, license. like so, we definitely know that she's either driving illegally, or, or she doesn't have a Pennsylvania state license. She's or, a... hold up, okay. I got this. Okay, she started school a year later. Everyone else is sixteen and she's seventeen. No, but her mom says in their exposition conversation, you know, you're sixteen. We were gone for a year. A year's a lot for a sixteen. She also you're right. She does end of like her sixteen. Yeah, year. like she could be turning seventeen soon. Yeah. Um, because we, we do establish we do establish that it's junior year. Yeah, but that's not enough 
time for her to have gotten a license. If they just got back today yeah. and she's about to turn 17, she wouldn't have the license. They also, though, like, say if she was... I don't know. She probably could... Like, she could have gotten a, a license in Iceland and then before they moved back, you know, just, like, submit and put out... Just saying... Or, like, you know how when you yeah. go somewhere else and you're like, oh, hey, like, I have... What am I trying to say? Like, oh, look, I have a license already. So, like, when you move to a new country, you just kind of, you have to do, like, the yeah, test like, that you want to drive to Like, California, I'm sure they I probably... Just have to take a paper test. I'm going to well, go with that's probably the easiest thing is because we, she may not have literally arrived back that exact day when we see her. Like, it could have been, like, she, they've been there for a day and a half. She's already well, she's, hit the yeah, day after. Her. Emily says, when did you get back? And, and she, she says, says yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, so, she could have but, gone to the DMV. But it's also right. it's also possible that she's driving on an Iceland license, so she doesn't get pulled over. Nobody's gonna know. And it's uh, she never gets pulled over. So yeah, this is also very uh, nitpicky. Yeah, I guess yeah, there's a lot of okay, but this goes back to like I have a lot of timeline issues with this episode, so, and then that's like one of them is it's like they make a lot of assumptions of things for plot reasons, like she her taking Mike to practice gets her in the pub. To meet mi- mysterious stranger, Ezra, who we later learn is Ezra Fitz. Also, I have a note later. She calls him Ezra, but like, when did she learn his name? Because here's the thing. I mean, somewhere in them shoving their tongues down each other's throats. Yeah, he between, whispered, "Call me Ezra." Because in between them meeting and them basically having sex in the bathroom, that was my question. Do they have sex in the bathroom? I don't or are think they just so. making out? I think, I think they're, they're just, just out. making it like. Well, it's one thing to make out, I guess, with your teacher, but, like, if you bone your teacher, like, I feel like that class could not have happened. Like, they yeah. would Like, it would have... It was already awkward when mm. they see each other, but if they had had sex, I feel like it would be way more hot and yeah. heavy. Um, Arya's chilling at the bar at 16. I also like, don't think that... Because that's, that's been you, a recent, like, a newer... I'd say probably in the past, like, three years, that's a newer policy where at restaurants or whatever, if you're under 21, you can't sit at the bar or near the I bar. I guess maybe it's the different, too, in different states, The only time they ever told me I couldn't too. sit at the bar was in Ocean City, Maryland. Any other time, and it was... Oh, yeah. Like, every other time that I go in, like, whether there's an adult with me or there's not an adult with me, no one's yeah. ever well, and like, I think you that's, can't be there. Like, that one I, I can give, like, grace for because that's just, like, a difference of growing up in California. Like, a lot of our bars, there's, like, different tile in the bar area of the pub, and if you're under 21, you can't be on oh, yeah. this. Well, it's like a casino like, in Vegas. Well, it's like yeah. similar with carpet. California and New York. They're usually, like, ahead of the laws and the regulations. Pennsylvania. But it's, like, things were a lot more relaxed. Like, yeah. when I was... Well, and, like, in small-town Pennsylvania, who's, like, really holding well, them? Well, and up? also, the, I think it only looks like there were two people at the bar. Right? Oh, that's yeah. my other question. Okay, what day of the week is this? It's a Sunday, right? Because school starts the next day. Are we assuming I, school starts on a Monday? But it no. could be Labor Day Monday. We're not assuming school starts on a Monday. Are we assuming school, school starts, assuming starts, on, starts on a Tuesday, Tuesday okay. or Wednesday? So if, if school's starting midweek, this means it's early in the week. It's either like a Monday or a Tuesday in a bar at like 5 p.m. Like, I like that Fitz's choice of afternoon is reading and a scotch at the bar alone. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just like, like, I thought it was yeah. funny. I thought it was but funny. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of friends in Rosewood. The only people he knows in Rosewood are people he went to college with in Hollis, and those people, they've graduated. They've left. Yeah, I just thought but it that was would be funny like, that, that would like, be like me staying in Ithaca 
like, after I graduated, I wouldn't have any friends. You know what I mean? Right. I just thought it was funny that, like, that was his Like, he could have done so many other things. Like, I mean, I know it's small town Pennsylvania, but, like, he could have made other choices. And he's like, could have gone mini golfing. But it's also very, very small town stuff as well. Like, it was very, like, I don't know. It's not weird coming from a small town. I'm also, I'm also not used to there not being any. In a place. Yeah, that's totally Like, I've never had something like town. that all yeah, to myself. Very, like, yeah. very small um, town. When and Steph and I went um, for her bachelorette, her mini bachelorette that just she and I did, mm-hmm. it was Saturday night, and there was, I think, two other couples in yeah, the bar. Yeah, it's like, it's okay. very, very, like, small town is very quiet. It starts getting rowdy at, like, 5.30 when the old people come to eat dinner, but that's about yeah. it. <laughs> No, like, seriously, because a lot of, we'll have, like, we've got little pubs and bars at home that there's literally no one at during most of the open hours. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. So, I think him just chilling and drinking booze makes sense. That's fair. So, then she orders a burger, and she sees the picture of Allie on the, um, like, over the bar, the, like, the missing poster. Yeah. And she gets sad. So then Ezra swoops in and is like, ooh, sad girl at a bar. I'm going to hit on her. (laughs) Um, And they don't, like, you don't know. He's just a mysterious stranger. You don't know his name. Uh, Then Happiness by the Fray comes on. And then he says something about B26. Here's the thing. I was watching, or I was writing notes for this. And that's when it occurred to me that B-26 is the fucking number on the goddamn jukebox. It is not the name of the song. Up till this point, I thought that B-26 was a weird name for a weird song. I thought that it was a band making fun of the B-52s the first time I watched it. Where were we? Um... Ezra thinks she's in college. Yeah, so he asks her what her major is, and she said that that she's thinking about majoring in English, right? Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, I'm thinking about majoring in English, making it sound like she's an undecided college student. Like, she's a freshman who's like, I'm not sure what I'm going to study yet. But it could also come off as, I'm a senior who might study at some point in English. Like, yeah, I yeah. Granted, I don't think it was she's like, lying, but she's not telling the truth. It was like, a lie. there's no, yeah. there's yeah. no, like, blatant, Well, this cute, this cute boy has already told her that he's graduated college and he's gonna start teaching. Yeah. Like, he's starting a new teaching job. So she's, like, being intentionally vague. Well, and it's also, it's a not, stranger, too. Like, yeah. why do you, I don't, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm a student at Rosewood High. Like, you're not going to say that to a strange man in a bar. Yeah. You um, shouldn't say that in a strange man in a bar. And then, so then, like, so she doesn't quite lie, but she doesn't quite tell the truth, and then you find out that Handsome Stranger is going to teach English, so that he moves a seat closer, like a bar stool closer, so that they can talk and they have a connection. And then I wrote, she's 16, 16, abort, abort. But... Obviously, Handsome Stranger doesn't know that yet. You pointed this out to me, Kelly, the other day when we were chit-chatting, and I had to look for it when I rewatched today. The beer? She has a fucking beer. Yeah. yeah. She but, like, she didn't order ask it. for it. When, she, when you first, she only orders She burger. only orders a cheeseburger, and, and the bartender's like, I got it for give you. Give her the beer. Yeah, you don't know, she but it was, like... from the beginning, and you don't see the man give it to her, but it's there. Yeah, it was, like, an inconsistency in... 
the editing or whatever. Yeah, so, like, that's also one of the things I absolutely hate about TV shows and movies. Like, you go to a restaurant and you sit at the bar, I'll have a beer. It's like, no, you order a type of beer. Or yeah. I'll have a yeah. burger. It's like, granted, that can be... Yeah, I'll have a burger. Cheeseburger, whatever. But at the same... Like, every show, like, they never actually order anything. Well, except in the office. Yeah. Michael's trying to order the gabagool. Uh, gabagool. <laughs> if my salad comes out on top of it, I'm sending it back. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. But I also had to pause it and look, because I wasn't sure... If it was just a glass of water. No, it looks but like it a hundred percent looks, like a, looks like a beer. And there's no ice in it to indicate Oh, that maybe water. it's something else. Yeah. It, no, like it looks like a beer like a light beer. It's either beer or apple juice, and nobody's going to a bar and saying, I would like some apple juice. In a please. pine yeah. glass too. I'm thinking maybe they put the beer there so that she seemed older, so that it made Fitz's mistake seem less like a mistake because yeah. he's clearly making out with an underage person yeah but we know that and he doesn't and so her well, we don't know beer, that at first yeah we know she's 16 we not, but we don't know that he's well okay, at this yeah. point we i know guess he's, he's at least 21 yeah like yeah. well at this point we know he's graduated college and he's going to be a teacher yeah. Um, so he's at least he's at least in his twenties, and he definitely has like a. But he or also something. like at the same time like he could be lying about where he's from, and if this place is serving her a beer, like small town, he could be eighteen and have a beer and be like, oh, I'm in college. Like true. That what when I first watched it, I was like, oh, you were like, oh, he's also okay. Because I thought, true. oh, you know what? Maybe he's right out of high school or something. He oh, he says he's in college. You know, college person. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but like again, she also looks older than sixteen. And they're both trying to impress a stranger. Yeah, like, so that's where so, I was, yeah. at first I was like, eh, harmless. Like, but then they started making it. I was well, like, that's and, that's not also, harmless. But also, meeting a stranger in a pub, like your first instinct is not to be like, how old are you? Are you under eighteen? Like at the very least, he can safely guess that she's older. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wasn't as safe as he thought. That he was. What's like, the age of consent in Pennsylvania? I think it's 17. Oh. I'm gonna look up. Don't worry, guys. Pennsylvania's consent laws are not straightforward. Here's what they mean. And then it has this creepy picture of a man. Great. So. Creepy dude. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Age of consent in Pennsylvania is 16 of age for statutory sexual assault, 18 years for corruption of minors. Teenagers aged 13, 14, and 15 may not may or may not be able to legally engage in sexual activity with partners who are less than four years older. So, statutory rape there, because he's going to be at least... I have angry Fitz math later when she when they're in the school together and he's like, we can't do this. I like... I well, the thing is, like, he would have had to go to grad out. school, because to be a teacher, yeah. you have to Hold go on, to grad find, school and have like, Fitz your teaching math. stuff. So he would have had to have been, I'm going to go with at least 24. So that's statutory right right there. If they had sex. They didn't in the bar. They just made out. So here's here's my face math. So four years of college plus two years of credential program. And that's if their credential program is the same as California. Because I'm basing this off of my husband's schooling. And my husband took a year off in between college and credential program. So he didn't do a straight six years. Mm. He did four years, a year off, and then two years of credential program. So at the youngest, Fitz is 23, which means at minimum they're seven years apart. But 
here's the other thing is that I know some places will let you do the credential program simultaneously with your final years of college. Small town could do yeah. That. So Hollis, yeah. because Hollis is like a local college, it's possible that he did everything in four years and was able to lump his credential program into his bachelor's degree. Yeah, but it's still stats Best story case race. scenario, Which, he's twenty-two. Yeah. Worst case still scenario, he's race. closer to twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah. If they had sex ever, still statutory race. Right, and I don't think they have sex no. in the pub. I think they. Just I don't make think out. so at all. Well, also I'm think pretty of how long. Sure. So it's four fifteen when she drops him off at practice. She has, has to, to pick him up, up at six. six. So I'm going to go with uh, maybe 10 minutes to get to the place, small town, maybe five. Sits there, orders, they get to know each other and chat. I'm gonna she go also never me. eats her burger. Thought we, we just see. Don't, well, like, that, yeah, we don't see all, like, we don't see their the entirety of their conversation. Yeah, there's never proof just, of burger. That, so he leans in and he's like, let me read something of yours. I was like, oh, what a sexy pickup line. So then Fitz says. That made me so mad because she called it, uh, she was like, it's personal just for me. And he was like, let me read it. <laughs> Bro, chill the fuck out. Um, yeah, I just met you and I don't even know your name right now. Um, so he says, yeah, you're smart, you're, you've traveled, great taste in music, I'd like to get to know more about you. And then my personal note was, okay, handsome stranger. And then, boom, pub bathroom make out. Cue tonsil hockey. And then I was like, they're getting to know each other, wink, wink. Um, the music in that scene where they're making out in the bathroom is more of you by Moselle. Mozilla. There's a lot of fun music in this. Yeah. We just skipped to them making out in the bathroom. Though that's really awkward, though, if it's only them two at the pub that, and the bartender's I there. Yeah, why don't down. you just make out so, on the bar? Yes. So, okay, so... That's also awkward in the middle of the day, but it's like, imagine that bartender's like, okay, I know they're either boning or... Right. Um, so this is, this is my note about the bathroom scene. Why did they go to the bathroom to make out at 5 p.m. in an empty pub? Like, what was the decision process there? Because, like, usually it's for sex. And I don't think they boned, but maybe they boned. Who knows? I would have just made out at the bar or, like, gone out to a car to make out. Or, like, not gone into the bathroom because there's no one else in the pub. So, like, you can't be sneaky. Bartender Joe over there knows what you're doing. You're not fooling anyone, Aria and Handsome Stranger, who doesn't have a name. So that was my feelings on that. Yeah. I also don't like that they seem to have not exchanged numbers at this bar. Yeah, they've exchanged like they no information. They haven't kept in contact since they met out in the bar. And then she's at school, and she was like, no, there's a connection here. This is real. Yeah, it's like, like, you didn't even ask for his number after you shoved your tongue down his throat. How is this real? Granted, it's like a day later in small town Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, think, like, just imagine you make out with a dude. You're like, oh, this is fun. Like, think about it. It's her first day back. She sees the paper. I imagine that I'm all right. Okay, so it's her first day back from being gone for a year. She hasn't really talked to her friends. Her other friend has been missing. It's the year anniversary. It's probably just a moment of, like, impulse, this guy is cute, let's make out, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? We leave it at that. And that's... And, like, they did... That, to me, I think, to makes a honest, lot of sense. To be honest, they did have sense. a connection. Oh, yeah. Like, there was, a, there was a spark there. I don't know if it's, like, 
I don't know if I'd call it like an instant love at first sight. Yeah, like, but then to me it like makes but sense there was something once there. she sees him again and she's like, no, there's something. Probably because she's like, hey, we actually have an opportunity where like this can go yeah. out beside, beyond just like, oh, the random guy I met at the bar that I kissed. Yeah. Like, she also probably thought that like it there was potential for it to go somewhere if they met up again. Like... That's yeah. what I, yeah, like, because I, like, you know, I, feel, I, I guess to me it seems like an impulse of, like, wow, everything's going crazy, school starts, like, I'm just going to do this, and I'll have fun, and I'm not going to think about it. That's yeah. honestly, to me, what it felt like, because she was, like, they got to know each other briefly, made out, and she left. Yeah, and they had enough in common that, like, they probably could have gone out on a real date and been, like, comfortable with each other mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so... I found it interesting that they cut from the pub bathroom makeout to the theme song. So, like, Aria is the only one that we've seen since the flashback to the night Allie yeah. disappeared. Yeah, and what I like about that is it, because it cuts right into the theme song, and then it's Aria going, shh. Yeah. So it makes Also, her feel... finger isn't in the center of her face. Good. And it irritates me, um, because they could have made it perfect, and they didn't. They're pretty, not perfect. <laughs> then we open on the Rosewood Mall with It Girl by Twirl. <laughs> and we see, for the first time, one year later, Hannah. And she's trying on sunglasses, being a typical shoplifter. I wrote, I worked in retail, I see you, little girl. Uh, that's about all I have. I do not like Hannah. Yeah, that's- you don't like Hannah? I don't like Hannah or Allison or Spencer. Okay. So you like Emily and Aria? Yep. All right. They seem to be about the most, like, level-headed. You know what? Those are my favorites, so I support well, you. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. You're in a store, blah, blah, blah. You're being, whatever, sunglasses, and then you shoplift. I wrote that man shouldn't have let Hannah walk away with those glasses because well, I also, also tell, worked in retail. You could also tell when they flash or when like she's leaving and he kind of looks down at the glasses. You could tell first of all, a he thought she was really pretty and was not paying attention because he looks down and he's confused. He's like counting the glasses. Oh yeah, but then yeah. he's like, eh, whatever. Like he sees her and you could tell he's just like, you're pretty. But I'm like, yo, she's like super young. Like yeah. and there's creepiness there but again that was I don't know that well and then same like Mona with the scarf like they were doing a really good job of tag teaming the shoplifting because it's exactly like that's exactly the way who the hell steals from like a big like department store like that that was my first thought like it's I'm like if you're good well like it's just because that's like there's mall security you're in a mall it's like you leave that you're in the mall that's where I was like Maybe like shoplift from a store that's smaller and not yeah, in the mall. Like, but then I guess, like, you know, whatever. They seem to be like I later like, when Hannah's mom is like, I buy you everything. Morality. You want. I'm like, okay, you're spoiled and you like expensive things. You're clearly just being dumb about this. Yes. But also like morality wise, I w- if I had to steal something, I would well, rather steal it from the pop like, shop. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say like if you stole from Kohl's or something, like it's a standalone, oh, yeah. store, standalone store versus like I'm leaving well, the mall also, or like I'm leaving this department store to go like, into the mall where it's, it's I've worked in a mall well, you can and get like from the it falls inside under the, the shop to the outside in some malls. 
Yeah, I know, but like they, she, they left specifically to go back into the, the yeah. mall. And it's like if you get caught shoplifting in a store and they report, it's like they can stop you anywhere in that mall, and like it doesn't just have to be the security from that store. So I'm like, if you're stealing, like why steal from there? That's like yeah. a dumb well, spot. The other thing too is it's very much an attention grabby thing. Like, yeah, if you that's were why shop- I'm like, if you were shoplifting to shoplift, like why aren't you stealing things that don't have an attendant? Like, that guy has to pull $350, like, Prada glasses out of the case for you to put on your face and walk away with. Like, like they're doing it. Like, oh, yeah. That's, she, that's like, why I was doing like, it she, she, which she comes was, up. Yeah. That's why um, I was just like, and they're being dumb, and she's attention-seeking, which I dislike. Yeah. So then we also get to see Spencer, who, who is overachieving. Uh, she's interning for the mayor. at being monotone. Interning for the mayor, taking classes at Hollis, and redoing the barn. Oh, and sometimes she Facebooks and tweets. I wrote, tweet, tweet. I wrote, good for her. Uh, my note for Hannah and Spencer talking is not going to make Addie happy. It just says, Hannah is so nice to Spencer. Hannah should get more praise. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like she's nice there, but just the rest of it, she's so not. Yeah, I well, don't know. And you fair. kind of, you kind of get a little glimpse into maybe why, because Allie's like a total dick to her. Well, that's Spencer's the thing. I was like, a Allie, a, yeah, Allie's uh, whatever. But like Hannah, you can just tell it, especially when they come back to the school. I know this is the next scene or whatever. They come back to the school and they're like. Hannah's kind of taken over. Like, she's Queen Bina. I'm like, oh, no wonder she's a bitch because Allie was a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Queen Bee, and now it's Hannah who's being a bitch and annoying. I... When we get later in the story, I'm going to point out something to you about that scene. Which scene? The scene of them explaining that Hannah's Queen Bee. Okay. Of Emily explaining that to Arya. Okay. What, when um, we get to the scene now? Or no, like, like wait. It's when we get later, later episode at a future episode. Yeah. yeah. But, I want to um, circle back to this moment for a flashback, okay? Okay. Um, so they also acknowledge Allie's disappear anniversary. Um, so, like, more, it's the more exposition of, like, cool, everybody fucking knows that Allie disappeared on this day last year. Yeah. Um, and then, Which I think is fair. Like, yeah, if you lost a friend and you all, you it's, all know it's they're dead. It just the reason it's getting like old, I think, is because of the way that they just they keep bringing it up. But it's not only in the friends. It's like they slapped the newspaper down. Then the news channels talking about it in the background. And then yeah, the, like, but not a lot happens in small town Pennsylvania. This is a big deal. Right, it would make sense. But, like, it's just, it's so exposition-y. And, like, it also makes sense because it's the pilot. So they have things that they need to establish. Um, So then we learn a little bit about Spencer's family. She has a sister who's older. Sister has a fiancé. Fiancé is a med student. Um, Hannah helps Spencer pick out a really cute top. Yeah. So that, so that... All the attention won't be on Melissa this time. Um, I like the see you around the playground. I thought that was kind of a cute, like, a cute way for them to acknowledge that, like, Hannah and Spencer are friendly, but not friends. See you Um, next Tuesday, Hannah. Exactly. Um, On the playground. 
and then uh, Hannah leaves with the glasses. We think she gets caught by the security guard, but just kidding, she forgot her purse. Where did he find her purse? Where did she leave I'm it? I'm thinking it was she, on the counter where the sunglasses were. Or she were. probably like put it down like nearby there, but or over by the clothes. And who how knows? did the security guard who was by the door know it was Hannah's? Because probably the, I think probably the sunglasses, sunglasses guy saw it, was, so he was like counting the glasses. Because he, he was, can't leave that. He, you're not yeah. allowed to leave your little bodega like so that. like so like I think. He counted the glasses. He was just kind of like, uh, I think they're all here. Oh, wait, that girl forgot her bag. Security guard, take this to her. Got it. It's probably the process behind the scenes. I guess um, I'll accept that. And then, and then friend Mona pops out from around the corner with her cute scarf. I totally thought you got caught. Oh. <laughs> um, and then it's the very next day, and we're at school. But then my note was, and this is like the my timeline questions is, but is it the next day? I guess it would have to be, right? This is the first day of school. Um, and Plus, then Aria does mention that it's the first day in the car with stupid Byron. And she says to Emily, when did you, he, Emily says, when did you get back? And, and Aria, Aria says yesterday. yesterday. Um, I like that Byron was like, bye Mike, have fun, make new friends, like shoo shoo, get out of the car. And he's like, Aria, wait, you know I love you, right? Let's talk about the fact that I cheated on your mom. Abusive parents. Yeah, Abusive. I can't yeah. believe Ari's expected to keep her dad's secret. Um, also, I, my note for the flashback here is Arya should have kept the pink. Because she was so cute. Um, my note for the flashback is, why are they so mean to Mona? She looks just as cute as she does now. Hey, Leave her alone. Yes. I love her pigtails. Because that was Ali Allison with them, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah she's, was a, she's a bitch. Yeah. Well, and, like, you could tell, you could tell Arya didn't really want to be mean to Mona. I want to know how they all became friends initially. Um, I, so Is I, that explained ever? I know it's explained in the books, but I don't remember. I don't know if it's ever explained how they became friends initially. Um, and if it is, it's definitely later. Probably small town. They Why? have similar yeah. things. Like and They're all the same age. They I mean, live Allie, near each other. Allie lives next door to Spencer. Like, Emily lives across the street from Allie. So, like, it seems Probably just that, sense. yeah, small town, neighbors. like, neighborhood kids. Yeah. Who became friends. Um, so, and then I think that's it in the flashback, really, yeah. is that yeah. they're being mean to Mona, and then... And we find out that... And then we find out that Allie was there for a big secret of Arya's, um, is what that, is what that flashback establishes. Um, and then af after the end of the flashback, uh, Emily enters, that's me. Um, not really, but... Man, the I same love name. That I'm not a fan. Um, so we finally see Emily. That's the last of the four. Mm -hmm. um, she uh, Emily points out the lack of pink hair and talks about Arya's cool parents. And I kind of liked Arya's response. It was like, uh, when you don't, when your parents let you be who you want to be and you don't know who you are, and then she just kind of points at her head. And then teacher. Oh, which Emily also says the D word like. This is the first time that somebody out loud has been like, everybody knows Allie's dead, right? Yeah. Which I love. They've established that everybody just kind of assumes that Allie's never coming back. Then they're going into English class and Emily's like, ooh, hot teacher. Yeah, I wanted to know why they had so many bags. When Arya sits under her chair, she has like three bags attached yeah, to her. I feel like Emily's makes a little bit of sense because maybe she has like swim stuff in one bag. Yeah, but like you have a lot. 
Yeah, well, but it's the first day of school, so maybe she hasn't, like, gotten Oh, she doesn't know there. where her locker is yet? at this point, they were walking into school, and they've gone to English class. So maybe they didn't have time. What also drove me in this scene is Florence hot teacher. Like, there's... Uh, you, they realize, like, who each other is. Oh, my God. Arya's phone rings? Because I'm like, no way is it so casual to have a phone text go off and you open your phone in class. Like, I'm sorry. Also, that shit did not happen. Like, it was so much more strict. And Also, Arya, put your phone on fucking vibrate. Well, that's the so, thing. Because like, it's on loud in Fitz's class, and then it's on loud during the funeral at the end of the episode. Hannah's the the new girl, or Hannah's the queen bee, and where there's Hannah, there's Mona, and Hannah, like, Emily tries to wave, and Hannah just, like, stares at her, and I'm so mad about it, because nobody should be mean to Emily ever, she's a goddamn saint. Very true. Um, I also like that Fitz turns around, at, like, he walks in the room, doesn't look at anyone, immediately writes his name on the board, and then he turns around and he goes, Holy crap. And the entire room turns and looks at Arya. Like, yeah. how did they all know? Yeah, they you could have that's what he was looking at. Yeah. Small classroom. It kind of seems like he's staring right at her. Like, you can, like, with them, I'd say, what, there's maybe 15, 20 kids in there? Like, at that point, you can tell, like, if they're like, holy crap, like, who yeah, is like, and most and she's in the back down. she's yeah. in the back and probably and, all the other people were like oh he's not making eye contact with me what is back maybe. there and then Arya makes it even more awkward by like staring yeah. back also then, staring at him making it very obvious that yeah. that's who the holy crap is about so then Arya's phone is on loud and she gets a text and so she like awkwardly apologizes um and then awkward fits is awkward and then we get our first A message. Aria looks at her text, and it says, Aria, maybe he fools around with the students all of the time. A lot of teachers do. Just ask your dad. A. And then she whispers, Allison. Because. Yes. Because when you get a text, you respond to it out loud. But also, even though they all, they all in their, you know, minds think Allie's dead, in their hearts they don't want her to be, um... And then we immediately go to after school at Emily's house. Yeah, the rest so, of your classes don't matter. Yeah, who English cares, is the only thing. Who cares about the rest of the day? It's just English class that matters. Um, and we get Rosewood Wine Mom number two. Um, I don't know if they establish her name, but it's Pam. I don't think they I didn't say think her so. name at all. Yeah, so Emily's mom is Pam. Oh, what a lady. Um, and her mom's like building this basket for the new neighbors. Because the De Laurentiis's, which is Allie's family, got out of here. Yeah. I also think I kind of, I like I kind of like the way that they did this exposition. But I think it's funny that it's the mom and the daughter in like every exposition scene. Um, I wrote down Pam's quote um, because they were, they were talking about Arya being back and, and her pink hair. hair, and the mom says, Pam says. What kind of a mother would I be if I let you run around looking like a goth? Like, it was a couple pink streaks. Like, small calm down, It's Pam. small town moms who think right. everything outside of, like, looking generic is gothic or well, weird. And then Can the you next, attest to that? Yeah, well, and then the next, the next quote is Emily being like, people don't dream about 
making it making in Rosewood. It in Rosewood we want to make, it, make out. it out. Yeah. Casey yeah. Musgraves over there. Oh, my girl. Fucking love Casey Musgraves. That's not important. Um, but yeah. So, uh, so then Emily takes the basket across the street to the DeLorentis' house. There's a spooky score as they pan up and look at the house. Um, and all um, of Allie's stuff is just sitting on the front lawn. I find it fascinating that, and I'm, I'm going to assume that her parents kept, like, some things. Yeah. But it's interesting how much was, like, out on the curb. And, like, I get that it's sad, and, like, people cope with things different ways, but, like, a lot of times in TV and movies, they deal with it, like, opposite. So it's interesting to see a TV show that does it where they, like, got rid of stuff. A lot of times, you get the, like... They build the shrine. They build the shrine where, like, nobody touches anything in the room, and or everything gets packed in boxes and shoved in the attic. Um... Well, if Allie was a bitch, her parents were probably bitches, and they're probably a bit more, I'll go with cutthroat, not cutthroat, but like a bit more severe with how they deal with things. Like, we will keep the things that are important. Like it, That's my... That's a fair yeah. prediction. Like, because you know how some families are very intent, and like maybe they don't mm-hmm. hold emotional things to... Yeah. Or weight to things and stuff, but they'll keep the important things, and probably, we don't want to move our dead... "Quote unquote, dead daughter stuff into the new home. Well, but that's the other thing too that I think is interesting. So they moved out because of the memories. Allie's still missing; she isn't dead yet. So they moved out while there's potential that their daughter is still out there, which to me is like fascinating that it feels like they gave up. They feel, and I feel like one hundred and." Threw away things that could have potentially well at that been point. At, well, at that her, point, you know I'm sure I mean? the investigation. They've already gone through all of her stuff. They've figured, and at that point, they like detectives wouldn't let you keep that stuff. Like if it's important, they would take it and it's evidence. They yeah. wouldn't let you hold yeah. on to it ever. Yeah. So I'm sure they were probably like, you know what? She's been gone this long. It is a small town. We haven't heard anything. Odds are she is probably permanently gone, so let's yeah. try well, and move weird. on and get rid of, like, stuff that and it's isn't like as important. Like trophies. And yeah, like that's where I was, like... Things that I would get rid of as a... Like, I'm like, sure they have pictures of her and yeah. all that other stuff wherever their new home is, but um, it just seems... Like, that to, that to me, I thought it was strange, but then at the same time, I was like, it's not... Like, her life sitting on the yeah. curb. I do not care for Maya. The girl that is there. She reminds me so much of Mimi from Rent. So I have a soft spot for Maya. I don't know. So here's my... She bothers me in the set. Like, I don't know. What about her bugs you? She's just weird. My She doesn't... She's not very personable. And, like, I get trying to be nice and you're awkward. But even when they go into the bedroom, like, she's just... I'm trying to be the cool kid. I don't know. I never... So my negative note about Maya... Is she knows Fragra and Cornichon like on site, and she's making fun of it. So like her parents are definitely like fucking rich. She can look in a basket and be like, Ah, yes, I know how to pronounce these words that don't look like her the parents words that they're weren't to there do. on moving day. Like her parents are fucking loaded. They could have been, yeah, s- yeah true. Um, she, that's the other thing. Because Emily asks, she says, "Where are your parents?" And Maya goes out. 
But, like, my biggest comment is Maya's parents are never there. Like, they found a dead body in their backyard. And there's no parents. Mm -hmm. But anyway. I'm very upset that we don't get to see Emily stoned. Yeah. That's my complaint with um, Maya. That was so that, I also, so like, when she was like, you mean, like, pot or whatever? And then I start, I'm thinking, like, pot's not a big deal. And I was like, wait, nine years ago, pot mm -hmm. was a big deal. Nine years ago, small deal. town Pennsylvania. Uh, Hell but yeah. Also, so, Maya's over here making fun of the gift basket that Emily brought over. And then she's like, hey, help me move the last couple of boxes into my house. Well, that's, like, I, she just felt very, I don't want to say manipulative, but it's, it's getting into that like territory pushy, of manipulative. Missing because she doesn't yeah. have Valiant. Well, that's it. Well, she, it's someone where she's like, ha, huh, I'm going to make fun of what you brought here, despite I know what all these things are, and I'm sure I eat this shit all the time, but, oh, you want to help me out with this? Oh, you want to smoke some pot? Like, she's trying to come off as super cool, but also make Emily feel bad for Emily being Emily. Yeah. Well, and Maya's and the just, cool, like, California girl or whatever. And... But she's just, like, I guess manipulative's not the right word, but it's, like, those first stages It's, of, like, a very pushy, very, like, dominating. She doesn't respect boundaries, or, like, yeah. boundaries of someone else. Like, especially when Emily's, like, oh, like, smoking pot, uh, and Maya's... So, I don't know. Yeah, so they go into Maya's room, and the music there is Flaunt by Girls Love Shoes. Hey. I appreciate their band name. Oh my god, shoes. Um, Maya's <laughs> asking a bunch of questions, and it's like, Emily's obviously uncomfortable, like, talking about Allie at the moment, so instead of answering any of the questions, Emily's like, you ask a lot of questions. Um, Which is fair. I would have probably said yeah, the same I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, stranger. And yeah. it's also, you're in, you're helping her, but only because she was pushy to make you help. Right. And now you're just trying to be nice and welcoming to the neighbor, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's almost, I guess the way, first time seeing it, it's like Maya knows more, but doesn't want to let wanna on. Pretend, or she's pretending like... She, she doesn't, doesn't she doesn't know anything, yeah. but is also like giving this like, oh, I'm dangling like... What am I trying to say? Dangling like, like, not, well, yeah, kind of... But, like, dangling a possible friendship here, like, answer on my question. Like, it's yeah. very much everything's on Maya's terms. There's no, like, Emily doesn't get to really do yeah. too well, much. Well, and at this point, it's, it, like, appears as if it could be very one-sided. Where it's, like, Maya, which, which you kind of start to notice in this episode is the Allie friendship. Is like, Allie knows things... About the like knows about all these the things about the girls, but you don't see the girls finding anything out about Allie. Like it's always Allie knows, um, like Allie knows all of their secrets and is like pushing out these messages. And like obviously we don't know who's pushing them out because Allie's dead. Like we find out Allie's dead, but like. Allie knew all these secrets about the girls, but, like, you don't see the girls knowing anything about Allie. Oh, this is my spoiler alert. I swear, if A ends up being, like, how Dan was Gossip Girl in Gossip Girl, it is dumb. I just want to say that I love that you're the one saying spoiler alert. You don't know how this is going no, to end. No, spoiler She's alert for Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 I'm just saying if it ends up being someone where, because it's like, 
Like, there were so many things who, that made absolutely moment. zero sense. Yeah, at this moment, who will you be pissed off if it is? Having seen one episode, who would it, you be I don't know. About? I don't know enough people yet, but I guess, like, one of the girls in the group. Like, if it was one of the four If it was one girls. of the four we've met. And I guess, or Allison, if she's, like, hmm, I don't know, not dead. Okay. I of anyone who probably has a motive to torture and be mean to these girls would probably be Mona because they ditched her. But that's it. That's that would be like. Hmm. So like Mona's like would be your first guess. Is that kind hint of, what of a guess? Yeah, because that's okay. like the first person they're actually truly mean to, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay it could be Mona. But at the same, I'm like, what? Fair. Okay. I don't know. Um, so Emily asks about the boy in the picture with Maya, and then we find out that's Justin, the boyfriend. Then we learn that Emily has a boyfriend whose name is Ben. I forgot about Ben. I too. Mm-hmm. My notes are just Ben? Who's Ben? Um, apparently he's a swimmer. I like, I, I wrote, he's not cute, he's not sweet, he's a swimmer. That's it. Yep. Um, Maya points out that Emily's got a good body for swimming. Um, and then just all of a sudden, they're talking about the, her mom playing the cello. Predatory. Like That's, going, I guess, the word oh. I was looking for for Maya. It's like, there you go. And may, maybe not like like they kiss later or whatever happens, but not sexually predatory. Well, it's like she's predatory in the way like she, just, her, her relationships, how she approaches yeah. them where she's... It seems like she's only in it to get what she wants out of it, and will make you uncomfortable until she's gotten right. what she wanted mm-hmm. out of the... Yeah, there we go. That's the word. Okay. Similar to manipulative. Fair. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, but again, only it's, the first, it's only the pilot. Yeah. Like, a lot of things will change, I'm sure. But um, it's, it'll be interesting. I'm not so sure that things will change. <laughs> Maya will get hit by a car, and then I won't have to talk about her. Uh, it'll be interesting <laughs> to have. It'll be interesting to have these things to go back to and be like, "Wow, that was wrong, Addie." Jeez. Um, I oh. mean, hey, it's my first time watching. <laughs> she's she's annoying. I didn't care for her. You like, didn't care like, for a lot of people. Okay. Okay, look at the first episode. Hannah's not nice. Allison's not nice. Or Allie's not nice. Uh, they're mean to Mona. And then Maya's just making Emily uncomfortable. And then doesn't, I don't want to say quote unquote, pressures her to smoke pot. But pressures for a lot of things. Who who do you like? Just She Emily said Emily and Aria. I like Emily, Aria. Ezra seems pretty okay at this point. Again, he's a teacher making out with a student. But it's like he doesn't seem to be really. He's not pushing it on her, I guess. Yeah. Like, he's not. He's doing it on a, her. It's turn. a uh, thing, Hannah's yeah. mom sucks too. So um, let's see. So um, then, so then, uh, like they have the weird transition in Maya's room of them uh, talking about the cello, so that they can talk about why they're tearing out the gazebo. Which that ends up being super important later. Yeah. Because that's how they find Allie's body. Um, and then we talked about their whole weed conversation, and Maya's trying to corrupt Emily. Um, and then we go back to the Hastings house, 
uh, Melissa likes the barn. So, drama, drama, drama. Melissa's living in Spencer's barn with Ren because they're a couple and they need their personal space. Which I totally understand being... But again, it's still annoying. But also it's a giant-ass house. Also, it's a giant house. Also, they're only going to be there for a few months while they renovate their... Lost city in apartment. the city, yeah. Like or the apartment in the city. You can spend three months living in a bedroom in your parents' house. They're letting you live yeah. rent free, chill well, out. I know, but like at the same well, time, she has, she has a much like, bigger argument to be like, "Oh, it's me and my boyfriend. We are older. Well, it's not we even are Spencer built it." But uh, well, no, the Spencer like re- renovated, helped renovate the barn. So here's the thing: if it's only a couple of months, I feel like Spencer was being a little bit dramatic in exactly. the sense that, like she could spend a couple ex- extra months in the house well, that, I get again, why she's upset oh, but yeah. like it's just the rivalry between the sisters makes such a simple situation so well escalated. that's why it's like it's the older sister who has a live-in boyfriend like to me well it's that, not even a live-in boyfriend it's a fiance they're engaged well, like, like, to me so, like, that even, why would they stay in a bedroom in the home when there's a separate area yeah. they're already going to be living in an apartment and it's again you're in high school Suck it up. Like, yeah. that, that shit happens. Um, so, and then uh, we go a few hours later. So, the barn thing happens, like, after school. And then a few hours later, um, Spencer catches Ren putting out his shame cigarette while reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, Ren calls her a bit of a smartass, but, like, I don't think what she said was even a little bit smartassy. So, it was just kind of a weird... It was, like... He made a flirty comment yeah. for no reason other than he's just as shitty as Spencer is when it comes to being in a relationship and flirting with oh, someone yeah. else. Um, and then, so here's my next timeline question. So mm-hmm. after the Spencer and Ren thing, we're back at the high school. So is that after school the next day? I think it's the next Be- day because after school. So we don't see, so we don't see any... Of the day between the yeah. Hastings having dinner and Aria talking yeah, to Yeah, that makes sense to me because okay. then you see, because then next you, we have Maya and Emily walking, which I'm assuming after is after school. school. Yeah. Right. Which, and Emily says, like, practice isn't until four. And why so would, why would Aria, why would Aria risk going, wh- why would Aria risk going alone to chat with the teacher during yeah. school well, hours versus I'll, after school? Oh, I'm meeting after school, but. Like, you well, catch and, other students yeah. touching hands. Blah, blah, that blah. was the thing I was confused by, was, is Fitz at the school at, like, 6 p.m., and Aria snuck back to the school? No, no, like, I think this right, is, like, this is like, literally... Right after okay. class, like, I have a question yeah. about homework. Okay, so then Aria's, like, flirting with him and touches his hand... And, and he's like, no, 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 we can't do this. And then he leaves, which I'm yeah. fine with. Yeah, I like good him. for him. Cool. Um... I think that's it, right? It's yep. not right. Yeah. We just can't. Smart move. Cool. Um, and then we're on the street, and Maya and Emily are walking back to Maya's house, and practice doesn't start till 4, so it's got to be like 3.30-ish, whatever. Um, and then uh, Emily sees Allie's stuff getting thrown away, and it just kind of like sinks in for her. And Maya tries to be like a little bit comforting. And this time, Emily, like, actually tells Maya, this is what happened. Yeah. I used to be friends with the girl that lived here. And then Maya wants the D, and Emily's into it. Those were my notes. Emily, I think Emily's a little surprised by it happening, but she's also... She's not against it, but I think at this point in time, she's not aware that she's into it. Not sure, yeah. Yeah. 
Because um, I also just didn't like that the second Emily opens up, Maya's like, mm, I'm gonna go in for this right now. Mm-hmm. Again, that very self-serving. That predatory She's self-serving. very self-serving. Yeah. Um, and then we're in the locker room, and I think this is insane. So we're in the locker room, literally like, like maybe an hour or maybe a couple hours later. So it's after practice because Emily's like drying off and changing. Mm-hmm. So it's only been a few hours since Maya almost kissed Let's Emily. Let's say now it's seven o'clock. And there's like already a note in her locker. So whoever's putting these A notes places is working real quick. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like the whole point but, of A. But like with the Aria thing, that took a day for that to like come to, or part of a day to come again, to Again, there was Because no they one. needed to wait for her to know what the message was about. I guess if they texted true. her, like if she got the message right after they made out, she'd it be like, what do you mean impact. he, but like, what do you mean he makes out with Who the fuck, who is like where was this person in the bar? That saw them making out. There was a maybe, bartender. Maybe they have an in with the bartender. Maybe the bartender is A. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think bartender is no, A? No, Bar- my prediction that bartender, bartender is not A. So Emily like freaks the fuck out, and then Spencer's like, "Are you okay?" And Emily's just kind of like, "Yeah, why wouldn't I be?" And stuffs the paperback in her locker. I know they have a sweet, almost friendship moment, and then Emily panics, which I think is fair. Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, their whole them falling out of touch with each other is exactly what Spencer said, is Allie said their secrets keep them close, but Spencer thinks that it's what drew them, like, pulled them apart. Yeah. And, like, that's true, is Allie was the one that knew all the secrets. So, like, Spencer doesn't want Aria finding out things, or Emily finding out things, and Emily doesn't want the other girls finding out things. Yeah. Yeah, but though Spencer also whips back at Allie when Allie's like, you need to tell about the kiss, and Spencer's like, if you do that, I'm gonna say what happened to Jenna. Yeah, but they all know what happened to Jenna. They all know what happened to Jenna. But that is not at all indicated. I just learned that. That's not at all indicated in that specific scene. Yeah. So, spoiler alert! It happens in this episode. It's not really a spoiler alert. Um, no, you don't really find out this episode that they all know, like, what the yeah, gen thing. Because at the end of the episode, they're all, all they say, in, they all panic. Well, no, no, they all panic, but it's like she's there. There's clearly something weird why she's no, there. Not even but it that. doesn't relate back to Spencer being like, hey, oh, no, not no, even no, that. when they it's find when the they body. Ali's body. Hannah Aria goes, to goes the hospital. Aria goes, uh, Hannah oh, got hospital, arrested yeah. today. Do you think she'd talk about the Jenna thing, or she she says, do you think she would say about, and then Hannah goes, the Jenna thing, we promised. So, like, they indicate. It is established. Well, in that that moment, you don't know. In that moment, you don't know. So then we're back in the Hastings kitchen, so it's after practice and everything. And they flirt. Spencer wants to go to the pool. Ren is moist. Um, He says, bursa sack, because that's what every lady wants to hear. Yeah. Um, And then he decides to massage his fiancé's kid's Kid sister, because um, you know what's a friendly massage between future in laws. Um, and then I did angry Ren math because, like, at this point, if he's a med student, he's at least done four years of college. So he's like at least 21 or 22, which again puts him in that like Fitz age range where it's like bordering on super not okay. Well, his is already extra creepy because he knows it's his fiance's younger sister. sister. Yeah, yeah, and, he and knows she's, that she's clearly a teenager. I mean, yeah. she is reading To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm sorry, you don't see adults reading that book anymore. Yeah. Also, the other thing that I think also is she's a very slow reader for a yeah. smart girl. It takes her a very long time to move just to keep 
Oh yeah, because she's like because we see her reading later, and she's like not that much. Well, also I love how the conversation is going, and it's getting flirty, and she's just like finger on the page, still like going along reading. I'm like, you are clearly flirting at this point, and you're not actually reading. Why don't you stop? Yeah. Um, I also Read like it. that Melissa comes in and interrupts him massaging her, and Spencer walks out, and Melissa goes, who you were t- who are you talking to? And he says, no one. It's like, Spencer lives in the house, too. Like, it wouldn't be weird to be like, for him oh. to be talking to Spencer, so it just, it makes them look guilty. It will. Which is the point. I'm gonna go with Pretty Little Liars, a show they lie where, more often than they need to. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that's literally what he did. So then we go back to the Montgomery house, and Mom and Dad are having wine and dinner, and Dad is really bad at changing the subject, um, and that's where that's where the pig comes in that you were talking yeah. about, the pig puppet. Okay. And then we're in... Um, I think it's funny that the song that plays at the end of this thing is call, scene is called When Love Goes Well, because, like... Love's not going it's well. It's not going great between them. Um, and then we're back in Spencer's room. The only thing that I care about in this whole scene is in the wide shots, the A message is different than the zoomed in A message. So when we see the A message that we can read on the screen that Spencer gets, it says, uh, poor Spencer always wants Melissa's boyfriend, boyfriends, but remember if you kiss, I tell. The, um, the wide shot, it says from A to Spencer, subject SAT vocab. And then the message is, covet is an easy one. When someone covets something, they desire slash lust after it. Usually it's something they can't have. You've always had that problem, though, haven't you? A. So uh, like, I'm going to go with A. That's definitely like an editing thing. It's definitely and an it, editing error. Well, no, but, but they also, it's like, you see a lot of filmmakers get interviewed about this, and they're like, they're those small continuity errors where they're just like, yeah, this isn't going to work. We like these shots, and we're going to hope the audience doesn't care. It's like that, I'm going to go with it is that small. Uh, well, and in the moment, it you don't I necessarily never notice it. That. It was today in my rewatch that I noticed that the block of text for the message was larger in the wide shot, and there's there's one moment where you can pause it long enough to read it. You are the only person who would ever notice that. Well, that's why that. I get, I'm like, it's just like, it's well, uh, probably... Well, these are also the things that you notice because we can watch it over and over and over again on repeat on Netflix versus the intent of this was made to be shown like once or twice on live TV. Well, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, it's probably was something where they were like, mm, we going back and rewatching it. We don't like that full ass long message. It's hard to read. It's yeah. long. Yeah. And but it's yeah. when you need to sit on it for just, you know, the five seconds to get people to read it. Mm-hmm. If it's a novel, they're not going to want to. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because it's like, same concept, but like I like the shorter, snappier. Like yeah. it, it gives it's more a. It gives a a different tone. Yeah. And then we go to the flashback again, where I decided I really didn't like Hannah, Ara, Allie, or Spencer, because they. Yeah. Sp- um. Yeah. I wrote that it's just a toxic friendship because like the whole friendship is just them giving each other ultimatums. Yeah. Um. I do enjoy Hannah eating a cookie in the background. Like, yeah. Allie gives Hannah's her shit. Me. Like oh, Allie gives sh- her shit for picking up the cookie, and then they like Spencer's like outside, and you just see Hannah in the background looking concerned, munching on a cookie because she's behind a closed door and no one can tell her to stop. Like I'm gonna eat this fucking cookie. Yeah. Allie's just. 
Sounds like Allie just likes to dangle the fact that she owns everyone. Mm-hmm. And Spencer tries to one-up that by being like, you don't totally own me, because I can take us all down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like that Ian is nice to his girlfriend's sister and her friends. He's not but, yeah. nice well, for but, nice reasons. Right, but I mean, like, it'd be very easy for him to be as much of a dick as Melissa and he's like, oh, like, how are you girls well, doing? He's like, probably gonna... also, he, well, he kissed, think about it, he kissed her. Why is he, he going to do... make out with her more? Why yeah. is he going to do any, because A, they're all like, 14, 15 at that point. Why would he do anything to piss off a bunch of teenage girls or make them, be like, oh, look, he kissed me. Right. You know, something like that. Where... He's got to stay on there in their good graces. Exactly. Um, but, like, I, I also think that implies that Ian may have been nice to them previously because he just always wanted to kiss Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I think it's... Eh, I didn't... Um, Ooh, and then we're back in Sp- present day and Spencer thinks she sees... Allison. Possibly Allie. Mm-hmm. Allison. Allison? Mm-hmm. And, um, then, uh, and then Emily reaches out to Arya and it's a beautiful moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the first time that... The first time of many that they say, should we tell someone? And then and guess they what? don't they tell don't. anyone. <laughs> um, because, you know, preserving secrets outweighs everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it, this moment's important because it shows that the girls still have secrets from each other. Mm-hmm. Like... Because they don't mention what's in the A message, just that they just got Just that a they got messages. a message from A. Mm-hmm. They, they talk about how it's secrets only Allie knows. Yeah. And then... And then right. Hannah's house, and Hannah's house is just a fucking So, it's just and a... And Ashley has the best hair. Go. Well, it's just like, mom is clearly unstable and very hypocritical, and that all trickles off on Hannah, because A, first of all, you see, Hannah's at the table, her phone rings, mom snaps at her like, it's dinner time, her phone rings, mom gets on the phone casually, whatever, ignores Hannah. Door rings, Hannah gets up, blah, 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 it's the detective, and it's like... You can definitely see, like, I feel like their relationship is very superficial, because Mom's, like, later after the arrest or whatever, she's like, your reputation, like, Mm -hmm. we can't do these bad things. And it's the daughter, I think, trying to get attention from either parent, especially Dad, who abandoned them. Right. But Mom is, you can tell, very self-absorbed. Yeah. And that makes Hannah very self-absorbed as well. And then trying to act out, so that way maybe Mom will... Be a mom to her and not friend. And right, not. Yeah. And the, then, especially when the daughter's like, oh, we got dumped. And mom's like, no. I uh-uh, did. I got dumped. And it's like, hold on. There's a child here who was involved in this and was also abandoned. Yeah. Like, well, and that touches on the, like, kids blaming themselves for mom and dad's divorce. Well, she well no, no, no. I don't herself, think she was blaming. But like, but, like, she's involved, you know? And, like, well, a lot of well, times. Well, I think she was trying to be like, mom, like, we got, like, we were left. And mom is like, no, no, no. It was me. You're, like, you weren't left. This this doesn't corrupt you as much as it corrupts me. You're acting out just to get back. It's just so your dad comes back, and that's dumb. And I think that's where the problem is because mom is very so self-centered where everything affects me your reputation what you're doing affects right. me right now well, like, look at look at what i have too. to do to clear your like name right. and go sleep with the detective like right. mom makes a lot of it about herself and all the sacrifices she needs to make while daughter again where she's like i buy you everything you want i give you everything mm-hmm. you need 
And it's like, you don't give her any love and attention. It's not everything she needs. It's everything she needs to be popular. Yes. Well, and again, very self-serving. It's all about mom doing, I do this for you. Why can't you be grateful? Meanwhile, daughter's like, no, dad left both of us. Mom's like, no, no, no. He left me. Yeah. um, And so then... Uh, the A message there as Hannah's about to stress eat uh, some Prison candy. food makes you fat. Yeah, be careful, Hannah. I hear prison food makes you fat. Um, my note at this point was that, like, the punctuation and grammar in these A messages is, like, impeccable. So whoever's sending them is proofreading them before they send them. Well, yeah. Oh, it sounds like a very meticulous also, person. Also, I had the same phone as Hannah my junior year of high school, and I thought All that right. was And then, funny. uh... uh Mom's super pissed as they leave. Um, and and we Rosewood, about, you don't have room to make a mistake. Yeah, this is the... Yeah, again, like, mom Neither is, do I. Well, that's where mom is just... It's She's very self-centered about it. Yeah. Yes. So, and this was also another timeline thing. I didn't notice this initially, but I noticed it today because I was, like, looking for timeline things. So, all of the police, as Hannah and mom come out of the police station, all the cops are, like, running to their cars and going away. Which means that, that like, I'm assuming they're all heading to the alley's body situation. Yes. Which means that those construction workers were still digging at nighttime, which I thought was interesting. Because usually by the time the sun is down, like, they've stopped doing what they're doing. Yeah, so, but rich people want stuff done when rich people want stuff done. Yeah, so the time, like, the timing of that was just, like, that a small time. Weird. Plus, um, the fact that it was dark means that when all the girls met at this tragic situation, it could be just like Cheetah Girls. Except they didn't actually sing, and I'm sad. Is that the one where the dog was? Yeah, in the, the dog's in a hole. Sewer, yeah. Dog in a hole. Um, that's bad. So it's nighttime. Emily's walking home. The music over them finding Allie's body is "Suggestions" by the Orlanius Orchestra. Um, so the ambulances are driving by. Emily starts running to find Maya. They find each other. Where are Maya's parents? Like, what the heck? Emily thinks maybe Allie's still alive because Aria and Emily established in the earlier scene that, like, Allie was the one sending these messages. Um, And then Maya has to tell tell Emily that they found her body, so there goes their... Well, again, the way Maya shares this is not a normal way you share that, hmm, they found your friend. (gasps) Oh, no, they found her body. Like, you don't share that. But I I wouldn't want to be the one that was, like, like, if I wouldn't want to be the one that was telling somebody that their best friend is dead. Well, I, Especially I mean, if it was someone I didn't well, why know would, well. Why, why would you lead in with a positive, hey, they found your friend? Well, but also, let me. Again, let me put beginning, this in, like, like she didn't say it happy. She just said. I know, but that said, the, implying. She said they found your friend. But that implies alive. Yeah. Very much. Yeah, but, like, I, also to put it in perspective, so I had a friend in high school who. Um, got killed and the way that I found out is some girl just texted me hey did you hear about this kid and I was like that is exactly how I found out that my friend passed away I I said I said no what about him and she goes oh they found his body this morning like and it was just a text message from yeah well I mean I mean but this is like like, this is in person they know she's been gone for a year and Maya leaves it well, that, that Maya. Well, again, Maya is very self-serving. She leads in with this, and then is able to be like, oh, "No, it's not. It's a body." Like, yeah, jokes on you. That's what I like. Again, I don't care for Maya at all with the way because you don't deliver things like that. 
So then um, Hannah has inserted herself into the crowd. Uh, Arya goes and joins Spencer across the street. This is where we find out that they all know about the Jenna Jenna thing. thing. Um, And now we're back at Hannah's house, and she's sitting on the couch watching the news reports about while she's been eating ice cream um and so now we find out that Allie was buried under the gazebo for the entire year so like she's been there the whole time and then uh then we're back at yeah so hannah's binge eating her ice cream very stressed out and then she shares a scary noise and turns off the sound and it's mom and wilden my issue with this scene is, is that mom stares directly into Hannah's soul as she's well, walking up the steps? Well, there's again, that. Mom also, is very self-serving of, look what is, I'm doing wait, wait, for you. Why is Wilden leading? Like, this... Well, you know the bedroom's upstairs. But, like, the implication here is that she's doing this for the first time. The only reason they, they did it this way is so that cinematically, without Wilden seeing... The mom can look at Hannah. I mean, and be like, I, mean look at what I mean, I mean, it's just shit. like it's. I mean, that there's no issue there for me because that's I it's just like yeah. he's he's he a dominant force. For, he's a police. First man. of all, mom is very. I also hate Wilden. Well, so mom, it could just mom be is a, also very. Look what I have to do for you. Look at all these things I put my neck out on the line for you. So she's probably pretty aggressive. In hey, I'm open to sleeping with you. If this gets my daughter off, which I'm sure Wilden's like, okay, let's get in. Look, it's a very suggestive kiss, and then goes up the stairs. Yeah, but like, also, there's, I don't see any. Like, I feel like as the lead detective on this case, or the only detective small in town, town. Whatever, he should be still doing things. It's small town. It doesn't matter. Like again, it's small town petty. Even yeah. like it's not. But a like big I feel deal. like I feel like with the finding of a child's body, like I feel like there would be more going on. Yeah, he should be like, doing more like about the body. Like, he should be doing police things and not fucking Hannah's mom. This is day well, off. Also, we don't know yeah. how much further later in the night it is. Like, there could be... Yeah, this be, could be 2 a.m. But it's also, like, the scene has closed. Like, no, well, I mean, think... Like, they have to have forensics and do all that. Whatever. They look at it, and they could probably realize, well, shit, it's a construction site. We have the body. That's it. Like, there's... Maybe. I don't know. I, like, again, I don't... They, we don't know how being lots cops of, works. Also, lots, lots of things are very rushed because they're trying to establish a lot of things in the first episode, too, which is fair. Um, and then we're a couple days later. Like, I'm assuming this is the weekend now that they're at the church doing the funeral. The entire town has turned up. They use the journalists for exposition... Also, I don't know why a journalist would be at a funeral like that. It's very disrespectful, and it's not a but big they, enough of small town event. Like, it's different. Michael Jackson died. A big celebrity. This is a small town intimate that shook an entire but town. Did that with they did that with um, like the Sandy Hook shooting. But that, there okay, that's orders at the kids' funeral. But that's also again, but that's a huge. This is something everyone knows. This about is where that. a girl's been missing for a year. It is shaken like the whole town has been disrupted by this. They celebrate, not celebrate, but they're like, look, it's a year later. We still can't find her. That is so. And again, small town stuff that doesn't happen because. Reporters have more tact than that. Big events where it's like, hey, this is a mass problem. Like, this is big news where I guess, like, small town. In the small town versus, versus, like, suburbs of California, that's normal. Like, if, if there's a death, like, or if there's a missing person that turns into a death, 
there's reporters standing outside the funeral. But again, like easily. 10 years ago, it wasn't, yeah, we still kind of had the 24-7 news cycle, but it wasn't as intense as it is now. I guess. This is also a tiny, t- like, yeah. that'd be like, oh, grandma died a year ago, and now we figured out why she died, and now we're going to have a funeral, so the reporter showed it to, look at this girl. It's again, I feel that the reporters would have been there when they found the dead body. That which makes they more were, sense. which they were, because that's why Hannah was watching the news. They're they're using it as an exposition tool. Yeah. Um, and then, so this is where we see a bunch of the parents. Um, Emily's with her mom, and then there's that guy standing in the back that, like, maybe it could be her dad because he kind of seems like it, but also we don't know. Um, we see Spencer with her parents. Only I'm pretty sure those aren't Spencer's parents in the long run. Um, I don't remember. I think because they they don't like introduce them or give them any lines. It's just a man and a woman with her. Um, Aria's upstairs all alone. Like, where are Aria's parents? Everybody else's parents are there, but you don't see Aria's parents at the funeral. I also find it weird that the teacher is at the funeral. Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. So the news reporters are there, the entire town. The whole town is there. So the town being there makes sense. Ezra, I think, is a stretch that he's there. Yeah. Because he's new to this town. And especially that he perfectly finds Aria upstairs in the church. Uh, he came to the funeral and he didn't know her. He just came because of the hype and to bone Arya. Um, and then to ask, did you know her? Yeah, Is I also like friend? that he chooses to make out with her in a place where the whole fucking town is. In a place of God. Like, but... The, and the whole the town's whole, there. Like, the whole town is there. They're standing over, they're standing in a window that overlooks things. Like, if you want to be sneaky, that's not the way to be sneaky. And then when Arya walks away, well, again, grief just like, does I'm weird screwed. thing to people. Yeah. But what is he grieving? <laughs> no, I'm saying Arya. Like, she could have very easily left that situation and not done it again. Great. Like, she, you can. Is very she's going she through did, a lot of in her role. defense she did try to walk away before he dragged well, her. Well that's back. well that's what I'm saying. Like she very much is going through a lot of weird emotions with everything that's happened to her in probably a week. Yeah. And this is now someone she has a connection with, yeah, 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 tries to kiss her in an emotional situation. it's just high emotions and yeah. he, Um So all the girls are sitting together, Arya has or uh Hannah has a flask. Obviously. Again, that's where I'm um, like, Hannah. Arya's phone is on loud again. Like, turn off your phone, you're in a church. And no one looks at her besides, I mean, besides the people, the four of the, or the five, well, whatever, I also friends. like that that's how they figure out that they all got A messages. So, like, Emily and Arya had talked to each other, but, like, the fact that Arya gets a text message and they all panic because now not only is there like the stress. Well, I but, forget like, what the line like. They say so, it's not just oh the text comes in and all of them are like oh we know, but it's like it's very much Arya's reaction to it. I forget if there's something, so but it's like like oh you got it, one too because Arya says it. I believe. I think I think what happens is um, they get the text message. Arya gets I'm the not text the only message. One gotten messages. Right. Yeah. But like so Arya gets the text, they all are a little jumpy, and then it's either Hannah or Spencer says, Is it someone we know? And Arya goes, Oh and they say it in like a cryptic way, and then Arya goes, It's just mom. And then she realizes that they're all looking at her like, Oh my god, is it an A message? And then that's when Arya's like, well, like oh. and that again to be makes because they start to they have that really weird reaction. All yeah, of their messages like, have been pretty nasty so yeah, far. Yeah, well, and with the heightened emotions and the fact that they all think it's Allie and now Allie's body has turned up, it's like definitely a reason to be freaked out. And then Jenna shows up. And then Jenna walks in. 
we realize that she's blind and there's a nice man walking with her. I assume that nice man is meant to be her stepbrother, Toby. But we don't know. But we don't know. And if that's not the guy that gets cast as Toby. Yeah, the Toby that we meet later is a different actor. Then I'll so, just say it's probably someone helping her. So, yeah, Whatever. but she doesn't have... No it also friends. could be it also could be Toby and, and they, they just, just changed actors. Cast somebody later, yeah. Um, and then they go this outside is the, the church. Um, yeah, that's where they're oh, all staying. I was mad because Mrs. De Laurentiis says something. She's like, "Jenna's here. I didn't know they were friends." And all the girls go, "They're not." Mrs. De Laurentiis noticed Jenna was there, but she didn't notice the thousands yeah. of strangers. I was she like, the whole town, Ezra. like the whole town showed up. Like, why, why is it weird surprised? that Jenna's there? So, yeah, that one I thought was weird, but also that whole, it has to tie into the Jenna thing and make it a big deal. Um, then they go outside, and Wilden's there because timing doesn't matter to him, and tact doesn't matter to him, and he's just going to accuse them of murder. Well, the typical detective yeah, stuff. Uh, like, that. that's very much, you want to get to the bottom of it, I'm going to grill you. Oh, but he had back. time to sleep with Hannah's mom well, while they're supposed to be investigating the body, but well, he can't no, wait but a like day. He, again, oh, he how? can't be investigating that. Like, they pro they took her remains, they're probably taking care of them, and there's nothing for him to do other than the cop clerical work, so he's going to push it off and do this. But he's clearly shitty at his job. Yeah, like, he's shitty for sleeping with the mom, and then he's going to show up here when he knows emotions are high, people probably are going to get caught yeah. in a lie. It's easy that way. He's a, he's a disaster. Well, I, what, I mean, it's just like, it, I don't know, it makes sense to me that he shows up there because he has zero tact. He's sleeping with the mom. Oh, it makes sense. Just, it's just shitty. You, yeah. Like, character-wise, Wilden's a disaster. But whatever. Also, they're all underage and none of them have adults. He doesn't ask them any questions. Yeah, but he, like, walks up and is threatening them. Like, yeah. it just, he's... Again, he's an asshole he's detective. He's really he's setting himself yeah. up for failure. What if Wilden is A? How would you feel? That would be dumb? That would be dumb. He also doesn't seem like he has... Why would he have known all of their secrets and everything that's going on? How does anyone know all of their secrets? Allie's the only one they've told. And she's dead. My point is there are ghosts. No, there are not ghosts. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go supernatural. But no, Allie obviously tells other people. Like, she's she knows 100% she's the ringleader, and she can literally murder any of their social lives. You don't keep those secrets to yourself. You tell certain other people, so that way, if you have to take someone down in a calculated way, you have another person there to back you up and be like, I know this person did that. Blah blah is gonna also tell you that. Oh, they know these certain things. Like you always, if you're toxic like that, you're not just. How do you know so much about being toxic, Addy? Are you toxic? No, I'm just saying you have like I've had certain friends that have like burned bridges on her side. And so now Wilden has brought up the idea that they that Allie got murdered, and then they all get a text. And well, and then he implies that he knows something, and they're like, Oh my God, does he know the Jenna thing? But how could he? And then they all get a text in unison. And it's, I'm still here, bitches, and I know everything, A. So it's implying that Allie is somewhere in the universe in their minds because that's who they all think Well, that's why, again, where I'm like, if we're going to go with, like, legitimate and Allie is dead, then she definitely would have had to tell someone else all of this. Or she would have had, like, something like... 
If she's not dead, which would be kind of weird, they would 100% know that by being able to test the remains of those bodies and be like, oh, look, it's not her DNA. Like, that's where... So I'm like, if she is dead, which it seems like, I don't know why she wouldn't be, but she's dead, she definitely has someone else that helped her. And she put a lot of, like, whatever, in case, you know... Okay. Like, something in the friendships fall apart. Allie can always have that extra minion on her side and convince the friends to be friends with her. All right. Well, I don't know. We're going to keep Addie's predictions for future episodes. And on that note, pocket. Addie's going to go to okay. bed. Okay.